Okay. Well, sports editor is delighted to chat to Ryan Stradwick, the director of sport at, at Marker House. And Ryan, really good to have you on the show and, and talk about sport and more specifically rugby. So thank you for your for your time. No, no problem. Thanks for having me. Cool, man. As a, as a former Sharks coach, um, and since you're obviously in KZN, how do you feel that the, the season's gone for, for the franchise? Yeah, I think um, the last couple of weeks has been a bit disappointing for them. You know, they... They were looking good for qualifying for the for this Rainbow Cup, and then um, you know let it slip. Um, I think the game on the weekend would be particularly disappointing because they had serious opportunities. They dropped the ball like two or three times over the trial line in the first thirty minutes, mm-hmm. which would have uh, made it a whole new ball game. But yeah, um, I think also I know they're struggling with discipline side of things, giving away a lot of penalties which is uh, at that level, it it's, can be really costly. Um, mm. uh, they are, but hats off to the Bulls. You know, they, they stuck their guns pressure on and they, they came out at the top. But I think the Sharks will be uh, ruining those missed opportunities in the first half because I feel they could have won that game. Yeah, definitely. But then uh, from a whole picture perspective, do you feel the Rainbow Cup's been a, a good addition to the rugby calendar for South Africa? Yeah, it's been good. Look, yeah, you know, these are tough times we're facing at the moment mm. from a sporting perspective. So, you know, I, I think just giving them game time is what these boys need. You know, you can't just train for you. You know, you'd be out there on the pitch on the weekends. Um, I think also, you know, the, the teams struggled a bit with uh, the selection of the box. You know, it's always a, a big debate whether you box or whether you reach your box. Um, I know the Sharks had that debate um, whether to bring all their box back this past weekend or whether to rest them. And that's been uh, ongoing for the last couple. It's a challenge for any team. Uh, do you give the youngsters a crack or or do you keep your, your stalwarts going? Uh, but then you always remember they've got an eye on the future, which is the Lions Tour coming up. Yeah, true. And the Lions Tour is going to be brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Can't wait for that one. But let's just touch on uh, um, as your role as, as a director of sport at Marker House. Um, interesting times for you, but, but how has the journey been so far? Yeah, look, you know, this is my fourth year. Um, it's been fantastic. Um, obviously, it changed completely from being just involved in rugby to being involved in all sports. Mm. Um, you always tend to feel favourite sports, but <laughs> you know, you got to keep a sort of yeah. sort of open mind to all the sports here and and give um, equal opportunity to all the sports here. So, mm. challenge, um, but at the same time, very rewarding. Um, a lot less pressure than coaching a rugby team, I must admit. Um, also being in a, in a school environment, a little bit of pressure. But um, yeah, it's, it's going well. You know? um, we're quite fortunate that we've got fantastic facilities here. Mm. And then also we've been fortunate with COVID. Um, being an all-boys, all-boarding, um, we've been able to sort of put boys in lockdown within the school. And we've been able to do more than I think a lot of other schools have. Yeah, definitely. It does make a difference that you're all, all boarding, uh, boarding, sorry. Yeah, very, very good. But, you know, Ryan, it's, it's uh, interesting to see because you, know, you get uh, a learner who comes in and he's a decent sportsman, but by the time he's in matric um, and whatever team he's representing, whether it be first team rugby, crickets, hockey, whatever it may be, they're really competitive and really good. And I think that just bodes well for the program Marker House has. And maybe you can give us a little bit of insight as to how you turn these guys into such good, good athletes. Yeah, look, 
try and identify talent early on, but um, it's, mm. it's not a given science. It's, it's quite difficult. You're always going to have hit and miss. But uh, yeah, we, we try and develop what we've got. Mm. So that's that. Um, uh, we've got a, a minimum amount of boys compared to the huge big schools. So we have to develop our talent. So we put a lot of efforts to developing what we have got. Um, there's always going to be a time where you have to recruit certain positions for, for certain sports. But in general, we, we'll take what we've got with them and look for their strengths um, and put a lot of emphasis on, obviously, their basic skills. And then, obviously, the, the new one now is we, we're putting a lot of emphasis on their conditioning side. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah, they are. They're absolutely fit and ready to, to go and make a difference out in the sports field. You can see it. It's really, really good. But let's just touch on, on rugby specifically. Um, and it was a really good win for the first side against Kersney. And although you went down to Glenwood, I think it was still a jolly good effort from, from the squad. Um, but looking at, well, how did you feel the season was going to pan out? Just say COVID didn't happen. Obviously quite excited for the season. Yeah, we, got a, we had a good squad. I think, um, you know, the, the sort of pre-season that everybody's had um, sort of worked in our favour. As I said, we were allowed to... We were not allowed to, but we could train a little bit harder than our competitive schools. So I think our guys were prepared for, for a tough, tough season. And we had a lot of competition for positions, which also abides well at schoolboy level. Especially at a small school like, like we've got, you know, you, you don't have, when we have the, the strength and depth that a lot of these bigger schools have. Um, and I think this year we had a, we had a good competitive. Um, unfortunately, we did pick up a few injuries in the first couple of weeks, which, which did hamper a little bit of their progress. But I think in general, you know, competitive. Um, they, were, they were confident that they could hold their own against all the bigger schools. And, and I think it proved against Glenwood. Um, you know, they had the opportunities. And Glenwood, their defence is really good. But, um, yeah, it would have been an interesting season coming up, but uh, unfortunately, not going to happen. Yeah, I know it's a tough one, uh, Ryan, and I, I feel for you because, you know, you know, you, you spoke about pre-season there and a lot of effort does go into the rugby, you know, like you said, getting the guys fit, making sure they, they're physically strong enough to handle the, the season. So you want to see that, that reward sort of pay off. Um, and I think it did in some regards when you're looking at what was happening there. Um, where do you feel your sort of strength lied in the first first 15 squad there? Yeah, it's tough. You know, you always need a good uh, uh, backbone for, for a squad. And, uh, and I think the, they were still working on actions. Um, look, uh, we, we lost our, our nine early on um, in the, in the preseason. So, so that was a bit of a, a hiccup. Um, then they'd moved to fullback, which was a little bit of an experiment. Um, but uh, yeah, the 19 combination was really good, and they've come mm. through the, the junior ranks really well. Um, fantastic loose forwards, um, and and some 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 quality um, tight forwards. So yeah, the, the strength was was there to give a good foundation from the view, um, and having a good 19 combination was always going to be a threat against any school. Um, probably their weakness was probably a bit out wide. We probably lacked a, lacked a finishes in the backs. We lost two guys who went overseas that would have played first team, um, two wingers. Uh, so that was a bit of a hiccup as well. But yeah, I think pack to to give them a good solid foundation and and then a good a good nineteen combination to get the backs going. Yeah, definitely. And one of the 
most anticipated rivalries would have been um, the Hilton Marker House fixture. And I'm sure based on the side that you had, you could have, well, I'm sure you might have felt that you, you can really uh, get a good result, especially playing at home. Yeah, look, they've they've had good results against Hilton through the years from under 40s. I think they lost. They just lost in the under 16 age group in the one game, and in the second game, a red card cost them quite dearly. But the boys are confident need to play Hilton. Um, saying that, when you haven't played each other for a year and a bit and haven't seen each other, you, you don't know what the other schools have have got. You don't know how they developed. Um, you don't have to, uh, you know, all these things become as surprises when you when you come to schoolboy rugby because you, you're not sure what the other teams have got. But you know, it's always it's always a tough contest. Um, at home, you always feel confident that you could win. So I think these guys were were keen for 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 a big match. Um, it would have been uh, last weekend, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it would have been. But anyway, maybe we can just build up more anticipation in, uh, next year. Let's say. Let's hope if, if things go right. <laughs> But then, right, you know, it's it's a interesting yeah. We well, we due we due to play them in, in we due to play them in July, so I, I can't see that happening at the moment. No. But it's still yeah. on, it's still on the fixture list. <laughs> um, I'm sure this COVID's not going to go away in a hurry, so uh, yeah. I'm sure that one's going to be postponed as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, all right. But then, Ryan, it's it's a it's a tough one because you know, especially as young people. They want to train and they sort of want to work towards something. You know, they want to work towards that Saturday fixture. That's why they train so hard. But with the fixtures out now, how do you sort of keep the, the guys going, the, the players going, and almost keep them interested in, in rugby? It's it's a it's a tricky tricky situation. How what, what what how do you keep the motivation going? Yeah, it's it, it's it's really tough. Um, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, we got some correspondence from Sorry this week to say that um, there could possibly be Craven Week in, in September, October. You know, that little carrot dangling there is is enough motivation for some of the boys. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's 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 so far away, and there's so much uncertainty. Mm. Well, that carrot is quite difficult for some. For some, um, yeah, we I think uh, I'm a trick boys. It's 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 probably the hardest. It's quite easy to motivate our and, and our junior under 16 boys for, for next year. So we we started with the into next year already and we we'll work on sort of the conditioning and off season now for, for those guys going forward. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that was also gonna be a question of mine in terms of because I also saw that correspondence from Sarah saying, yeah, September, October. Um, but that's also a bit of a tricky time because some guys will be writing exams. Um how do you how will you manage that though? It's how do you sort of say to the guys, all right, if you want to pursue rugby, take this seriously, but if you don't want to pursue it, focus on your exams. Uh, where do you sort of draw the line? Because you, you don't want to push them either because obviously some of the guys yeah, don't take the exam seriously. No, it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough and I, I don't, uh, I'm actually quite surprised if you guys are going to be really struggling back balancing act because mm. um, there's cricket festivals, there's water polo festivals. There's a basketball festival, hockey, um, and and now they're talking uh, Craven Weekend Grand Kama. So mm-hmm. that's all over one holiday period. So most of our boys play multiple sports. So one, they're going to have to, choose, and we're going to have to let them choose. So if a guy wants to focus on his cricket and not his rugby, then we're going to have to let him do that. Sure. And then to top it off, you say we, we've got exams, finals around. Um, at the moment, we we sort of 
talking about just working with under, under 16 A's and first team um, and letting the rest of the boys uh, out. So trying yeah. to get just two squads together, squads of 30, 30 boys or so, and let them train through if, if those are going to happen. But at the same time, you don't know if it's going to happen. So to, to make these boys train for another three, two or three months is, is going to be tough when, when uh, the possibility of it happening are, are very slim. Um, I think you'll get, you'll get a buy-in from, from the serious rugby players. But to be fair, at a small school like this, you might have um, three or four guys who want to the rest are happy just to play at school and then hang up the boots. Yeah, so true. it's going to be a, yeah. a tough one, tough one to get these guys motivated for for something that might ever happen. Sure. Oh yeah, it's amazing how times have changed, and we just have to be so more flexible and open-minded about these things. Because I mean, who saw this coming? And <laughs> when they're throwing more things like this, it's just like. Wow, okay, yeah, just give us more challenges. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's it's actually quite crazy. Anyway. Yeah. But do you think that it's gonna change the face of of rugby, particularly schoolboy rugby, this whole pandemic and things like that now? Is is the game gonna change even more? Um, because you've had a lot of time to sort of iron out even more creases and actually pinpoint certain areas and just focus on certain things and get those, you know, you don't always have time to do certain things. Is this going to change the face of rugby, do you feel? I don't think it will change the way we play. Um, I think um, we've we've come away learning quite a bit. Uh, I think we we have realised that it does help to have a bit of a pre-season now. Um, normally we get one weekend to rugby the next next weekend. Um, this year we had a had that four-week mandatory sort of contact period, which uh, made a huge difference uh, um, having that four-week preseason uh, was was amazing, uh, you know. And we were just saying, if only we could have this every year. Uh, that won't happen, obviously, because we go to sport to winter sport in a week. Um, also, I think, um, unfortunately for all of us, the expectation from parents is that we we're going to be videoing all our games, all our games. So um, that's going to be an expectation from from parents, yeah. Um, from from yeah. any spectator, I guess. So they won't have to. Travel to pick up their phones or pick up their laptops and be able to watch it. So that comes with an added challenge and an added expense. But from a rugby playing point of view, too much. Now. We, um, I don't think the rules won't change. The way we play our game is not going to change. But um, yeah, it would be nice if we could get more preparation. Definitely. Well, yeah, Ryan, it's it's a it's an interesting time. It's a challenging time, but I mean. That's why you're at the home, because I'm sure you'll sort it all out and keep things going, which is good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right, as, as we sort of draw towards an, an end, um, it's it's a really interesting time for, for rugby as a whole. Um, and I know you uh, are Sharks man, although you spent a lot of your career over in England. Um, how do you sort of see the Curry Cup season unfolding? Yeah, it's, I think um, it, it is going to be challenging for for the, uh, for the Sharks boys. Obviously, they're going to lose quite a few bucks, but um, generally in this time, you know, the, they have have a lot of depth, and mm. the youngsters always put their hands up. Uh, I was actually chatting to to their physio the other day, saying that uh, when this opportunity arises for the youngsters, the Sharks always do well. Um, they mm. always do well when they when they thin for, thinned out from the from the box. Um, and uh, I don't see any different. I think uh, the squad they've got there, you look at how they played two weeks ago, 
they've got some great exciting players coming through yeah. and I think they'll be competing at the end I really do it's going to be tough um, and it's going to be a hectic schedule but uh, let's hope they can stay injury free I know there's a lot of luck involved because uh, the injury count does does hamper you and obviously the COVID is going to play a massive part a third wave hitting us now um, mm. it could quite easily affect the rugby players as well and it does. So, you know, you could lose points when you need them. Um, pick it, maybe just pick up two points instead of four or five. So, you know, that could hamper you as well if, you, if you're playing a game that you should easily win and then you only get a two points out of it. But, uh, that will, there'll be a lot of luck involved as well. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see. And then lastly, Ryan, your prediction on the British and Irish Lions tour. Who's winning it? South Africa 2 1, 3 0. Are the Lions going to win it? What's your take? Yeah, look, it's going to be close. Eh? Um, <laughs> always strong. Um, I, I worry. I worry that uh, we haven't played enough rugby. Um, I think that is that's probably the biggest concern. Um, national rugby since the World Cup final. That's mm. that's probably the major one. Uh, I know our guys have been in Orpi playing uh, club and competitive rugby, but we haven't played as a, as a team yet. Um, it would be nice if the box could get. Uh, two or three, maybe four games under the belt before they have to play them. And I worry about our, our warm-up games if they're going to be competitive enough. Because, you know, the British Lions, Irish Lions are strong. Um, yeah. they, they will come here expecting to win, I think. Um, mm. I know the pundits are all saying we're going to win easy, but I think it's going to be clear, really dear. I'd like to think we'll take it 2-1. It would be nice if we take mm. it 3-0, um, but I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I agree with you, Tamir. Close. Just watching the the border between the two camps is always interesting to see those little differences there. But yeah, I think the the Lions are in a very good uh, headspace at the moment. Um, yeah, I think mentally they they fired up. They're ready to go. So <laughs> let's let's see what happens. Yeah. But Ryan, yeah, I, I wish I could wish you well for the remaining rugby fixtures, but unfortunately, yeah, I, I don't think they're going to happen. Sadly. But in other regards, do wish you well for your time in my house. Hope you guys keep going from strength to strength. And yeah, man, as soon as sports back up, we'll be watching you guys and supporting. So all the best, stay strong, and, and thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Anytime. All the best, Ryan. Cool. Have a lack of holiday. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. <laughs>